what up welcome back to the talking to myself as i draw pod it's been a while but that's okay um i haven't had shit to talk about so why record a podcast if you got nothing to talk about um this episode though is a bit overdue because i've been talking about it um if you're looking at the title of this episode or you've clicked it already you already know it's the episode where I talk about my first Miami Art Basel. Um, had to get festive for this episode. Go with the pink um, and emoji out here with the funky glasses. Um, yeah, let me tell you though, this this shit was epic, yo. This shit was epic. Like it was nuts. It was about a month and a half ago or so now, but nonetheless, it was definitely something you know that was gonna stick with me definitely a very memorable week of my 2019 to say the least it it blew my initial expectations out of the water um i thought i was just gonna attend you know maybe go to some events maybe walk through some galleries look at some and you know little did i know (laughs) we'll get into that little did I know um yeah I just thought I was gonna admire I was gonna you know walk walk the streets like a civilian just admire all the artwork that was going down around me but that's not how the story goes I mean sure that was part of it I I bought tickets excuse me I bought tickets to attend a couple showcases and RSVP'd um, some free events. Uh, I intended on having, I guess, a low-key time. Well, as low-key as Basil could be, even as a civilian, it's still pretty lit. Um, but I ended up having an incredible time. And, you know, it, it all started when I checked in with my local guy, Lord Byron Artwork, who I've mentioned in previous videos wanted to see what he was on i'm like yo am i doing basil right these are my plans yada yada just bouncing it off of him he's like yeah that sounds fun to me um and then he was like yo i'm i'm painting a wall friday and doing some live painting at this restaurant at night you should come through and yeah my my wife was like uh you better show up to where he's painting and I hesitated because I'm like, is that weird? Even though dude said roll through. But uh, yeah, it was like, oh, we could go, you know, to the restaurant, check him out there. Um, and, we, you know, while we eat or whatever. And she's like, no, bitch, go to the wall that he's painting too. So I did. And shout out to wifey because she was right. And because I did, I ended up kicking it with Byron and like 15 other artists that were, you know, all painting this building that was going to be an Airbnb property. And by simply hanging out there, I eventually met the guy in charge and showed him some work. And, you know, very nervous and whatnot. I was just like, yeah, this is some of my stuff. This is my Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Would love to do this or that. And he was just like, yeah, we can work something out for our other property. We definitely have space there. And I was like, oh, word, like, that's how easy it was, yo. Um, I was pretty amazed and excited. And I was just like, how lucky am I in this moment? Like, that's kind of nuts. 
and I was like spazzing out a little too because I'm like, yo, I got to buy spray paint tonight. I got to come up with a concept sketch tonight. I got to be ready tomorrow because if they hit me up like, dude, come through to the property, I got to be ready to go. And this is like your moment to show us what you can do kind of thing. So don't fuck up. (laughs) Don't fuck this up. So that night we went to dinner, watched my guys. He painted um, at the restaurant or whatever. That was cool. Then we hit up the paint shop um, known as the bomb shelter, spent like $130 on spray paint, Ubered home and began working on a concept. The next morning I colored this concept sketch. Well, I started at night and then I went into the next morning. And after I finished it, I took myself back to the Airbnb building with a backpack full of essential spray paint and other shit. And my wife was going to come with the remaining paints once I was locked in for a wall, basically. Um, And I just, I knew it was going to happen. We both did. We kind of manifested it at this point. It was like, yo, we just blew $130 on spray paint and I spent all night working out a concept sketch. Like, this shit's going to happen. You're going to paint something. Um, I end up at the Airbnb spot and I'm just like hanging out, kicking it with the other artists, waiting for a green light, you know, to attack a wall, so to speak. And I... This dude, Alvin, Alvin Surreal pulls up and he's just pulling up to say hi to the guys because he was there painting the night the day before Um, and I had met him and he asked me what I was doing and I'm like, bro, I'm just waiting for a wall, you know, I'm ready though. He was like, dude, hop in and he took me to where he was painting at, connected me to the property owner and it was go time at a completely different spot, a spot known as the spot or the spot winwood boom texted my wife like yo it's lit bring the rest of the stuff she pulled up 20 minutes later or i don't even know how many minutes later i had already gotten started and you know with the cart full of the rest of the spray paint and i got going on my first mural and i never got word on you know the wall for the airbnb spot that day but it was all good because i was like already ecstatic like i scratched my mural itch or my mural during miami art basel itch just off one wall that day i was like yo i made it you know what i mean and it was an awesome time because they were having a big event that night at the spot and I was basically live painting for a crowd of people to record, watch, interact with me, you know, during the process. It was pretty next level. I felt like a rapper, yo, I'm not gonna lie. I felt like designer performing Panda 46 times. Um without throwing up though, because I'm those who know, <laughs> you you remember that first time you performed it and was puking all over stage. Shout out designer. Anywho. That night, I went home still in awe that this shit even happened, sore as ever. Actually, I didn't go home. I think we went home, changed, and then went back out to grab food and, again, hang out a little longer in Wynwood. And, you know, when I got home for real that night, I was exhausted and just sore as hell. And uh, 
I went to sleep because, you know, the next day I was planning to get up early, go back to the spot, do some final touches, get it together. And that's what I did the next morning. Then, boom, the next day I go to the spot, I do my little touches, they end up dragging for a couple hours because I'm, you know, meticulous and I'm just like, no, this has to be right. I got to fix this, got to fix that, blah, blah, blah. And then I get a text that's like, yo, uh, come through to the Airbnb. We want to walk you through one of the units um, to show you the space where we want you to paint. And I'm just like, hey, at that moment, your boy realized he was painting two murals during Basil, not just one. Um, scratching that itch twice, if you will. But yeah, first, you know, I wanted to, I finished up the touches. And then for the second mural, I didn't even have a concept sketch. I didn't have it sketched, colored, or, you know, planned out at all. I just had enough leftover paint to make something work. And I think I, I mean, I ended up buying more paint, but that wasn't even the issue. Um, when I saw the wall, it was, you know, more of a vertical rectangle, whereas like the first mural was like a horizontal rectangle. And I had a specific drawing in mind for it. It was an Inktober sketch that I had done. And I, I took a photo of the wall. I overlaid my ink sketch. And I was like, boom, that's going to be the mural. Um, I used that picture as, as a reference and I sketched out the wall. Um, and then I got to work. And this mural took like three afternoons because I started really late that day, like at 3 p.m. or 4, and had to come back like two more days in a row at around 5 p.m. But that was cool. Um, you know, just like that, two murals, one art basil in my first art basil. And guess what? I did do the other shit I thought I was going to do, which was, you know, walking around Wynwood, checking out various people, live painting, attending, you know, uh, gallery exhibitions. And all of that was great. But the whole time I was like, yo, imagine if I was doing this without having painting two murals. Like, it just wouldn't have been as fun. I would have just been like, you know, walking around like, damn, maybe next year, you know, like it, it just, it would have been different. And it definitely was interesting to experience, you know, walking through Basil as a guy who just like painted two murals. And it just, yeah, it just felt different. It felt like, man, it would have been lame if I had just done this without what I had, what I also did. But at the same time, it was, it was still a good time. It was just, the, I got to experience like the real experience as a creative or the experience that creatives want to experience if they're visiting Miami for Basel, which is going there to like show what you got, you know, adding your flavor to the big art festival that is Art Basel. Um, and that's why it was so memorable last year. It definitely like, it. I definitely finished 2019 off with a bang. And I think the the moral of the story is don't sleep on your Instagram connects. Like if you cool with some creatives online and you're in their city, hit them up, you know, meet them in real life. You never know what it could lead to. Um, and listen to your wife when she says you better do something because she might be right out here. Um, yeah, that's that was basically the story. I think my goal for next year is to do at least three murals. 
Um, we'll see about that. But we uh, we saw the power of manifestation, so I think we can manifest that again. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed the story. I hope it inspired you. I hope it gave you like an idea of how you can do something like this or if you're visiting Miami you should definitely hit up somebody um, hit me up I'm not saying I'm like the go-to guy I'm, I'm probably going to be hitting the go-to guys up though so uh, yeah you never know you never know what could happen and it, it could be it could be good so go for it uh, but enough of all that uh, thank you for tuning in until next time, peace. Oh, but before you go, I wanted to mention some other very big news. Uh, if you haven't heard already, your boy just put out his first of many art books. Uh, Muddy Sketches Volume 1 is here. And it is basically a book. Well, you know it's a book. It's a collection of original sketches ink drawings, and color illustrations created by yours truly um, during 2019. And for the new decade, I wanted to start an annual tradition of collecting all of my sketch ideas and concepts and, you know, illustrations or ink drawings, and whether they're finished, unfinished, and I just, I want to compile them into a book. Uh, the book this book specifically gives you exclusive access to my creative ideas, sometimes in their rawest form. You'll be able to experience the raw and original concepts and studies that later evolve into large-scale paintings. And for just $9.99, you can become a collector of my creative work and support me on my creative journey. I know you want this book on your coffee table, so we ain't even going to mention the the Kindle edition. Well, we just did. The Kindle edition is is for sale as well, the digital version for $3.99, I believe. Um, but get you a physical copy, bruh. Buy volume one now, and we'll check back in 2029 to see who has all 10 books. Um, yeah, Muddy Sketches Volume 1, available on Amazon right now. Go get you one. Peace. If you made it this far through the episode, then that just means you love hearing scatterbrained streams of conscious delivered by a monotone voice. And that's truly awesome. You are truly awesome.